0: Comic Books 2, episode 424. Welcome back to the Comic Book Savant. I'm your host James Harris. This episode, we're going to be doing a comic book discussion where I'm going to be going over some of the details of uh, the recently unveiled um, Disney Plus service. We've been hearing rumblings about uh, Disney Plus for a while now, and. Um, we didn't know too much about the service. We didn't know the price points. We didn't know what they were going to be offering on the service. Um, but, if, uh, about a week or so ago, they had a big rollout on showing some of the features. What are they going to be offering on the service? And I wanted to, uh, discuss it in some detail, similar to what I did with DC universe before DC universe ran out, um, rolled out officially. We still have a few months. We know that, um, The official launch date for um, Disney Plus is going to be, if I remember correctly, it's going to be November 12th of this year. So we're still a few months, you know, quite a few months away about about um, seven months away because we're in april so we're about a good seven months away from when this launches but it was good to see finally get a price point and really them digging down on what they're going to be offering on the service and disney is not directly tied to everything comic books but we know they do own marvel so marvel has a big part to play in it and that's what i'm going to focus on in in this episode before we get into that, I'd just like to give a shout-out to my friends over at the Comics Podcast Network. If you like what I do here and you're looking to find more comic book-related programming, definitely check out the Comics Podcast Network. You can find them over at comicspodcast.com. There are literally hundreds of different podcasts listed there. You can find podcasts for um, individual characters characters. Teams, publishers, you can find a single person podcast like myself, roundtable discussion shows, um... You name it, you can pretty much find it over at the Comics Podcast Network. I've been affiliated with them uh, since the very inception of the of the network, and um, definitely, I think it's a great uh, place for you to explore and try to find more uh, comic book related programming. If you're ready, you know, if you're ready to listen to it, so if you have a moment, definitely stop by there, check it out. Now, with all that being said, let's get into this episode. Um, Again, it was a lot of speculation. surrounding, you know, Disney plus for a while now, cause we pretty much knew since last year that it was coming sometime the end of this year, but we didn't know, um, specific certain things were rumored, but, um, you know, Bob Iger had a full, you know, press conference and really they start showing what the app is going to look like, what devices, what platforms it's going to be available on. Uh, so it was good to finally see it. So again, here's some of the, the bread and butter things that we have. We know that it's going to release, um, November 12th or December 12th. Um, hold on. Let me double check that. I had it written here. In my notes as December 12th. I thought it was November 12th. Hold on. Maybe I wrote that down wrong. Launch date. Yeah. November I did. I wrote it down wrong. I know I was tripping. Good thing I double checked that. So it's no. It is November twelfth, November twelfth, twenty nineteen. We have um, the monthly price is going to be six ninety nine a month with the annual price to start at sixty nine a uh, ninety nine, which is a really good price. And, you know they really price themselves. You know where it's going to be hard to turn down to say, you know, for something like Disney Plus that's offering all the all the programming you know you look at they have marvel they have star wars they have disney they have pixar and national geographic all encompassed in this one app for seven bucks a month or 70 bucks a year which everyone anticipates that will probably go up but it's a good entry level point to get as many people subscribed to the service as possible which i think is smart because you know i've talked about with dc universe where i felt like they kind of um price themselves out for what they were offering but for what you're getting with all those properties for a disney app is well worth it now um shows that they have announced as far as on the marvel side like i said i'm sticking to the simply the comic book component with the marvel umbrella of of disney plus Plus. And how, these, how they basically look like the app is looking similar to, like, a Netflix kind of style app that you'll have, like, on your TV or your device where um, you'll have your main, like, umbrellas. Like, so you'll have a tab that's Marvel, a tab that's, uh, you know, Disney original, you know, or what have you. um then national geographics has a tab. Then you go within that tab and then like, it's all the content for that, that umbrella then falls into there and then it's separated out. Um, so it looks, you know, similar to things you're already accustomed to on your smart device or whatever, when you're looking on your TV, which is kind of cool. It's familiar as far as how the navigation is laid out. Now shows that we, um, that I, found information on across the board we heard about loki the loki show with tom hiddleston like a while ago that was one of the first rumored shows then they talked about uh, wandavision uh, which is the scarlet witch vision show um which they're officially calling wandavision which is really weird um then we have the falcon in the winter soldier show uh then they announced right before this announcement uh hawkeye show Then we have um, the animated um, Marvel's What If show. Um, It's an animated show that um, is doing the whole What If formula, but it's going to be within the MCU universe. All these shows are going to be tied into the larger MCU. The Loki show, again, Tom Hiddleston is going to be in the show. The WandaVision show, Tom Bettany and um, Elizabeth Olsen. you know falcon and hawk uh, excuse me the falcon and winter soldier sebastian stan and you know um, mackie are you know supposed to be in these shows hawkeye show um supposedly jeremy renner we haven't had any confirmation but i'm assuming they're they're keeping these um they they said they're directly tied into the um the mcu movies and and it's a new form of storytelling and it's going to be continued stories being told through these, uh, these shows that directly tie into the MCU. Unlike, you know, the Marvel Netflix shows, which they did in spirit, but weren't directly tied. Um, that in this case, we're, we're going to have direct correlation to the MCU movies going forward from, you know, the time this launches, uh, the, what if is a similar thing there the, I think the first episode, they said that there, that's going to be the first episode is going to be what if, um, Uh, Peggy Carter got the super, um, super soldier serum instead of Steve. And it's, again, these are going to be animated, but they're, they're hoping to bring in all the original actors to do the voice, the voice work on, on these animated, um, episodes, which is going to be really cool. Um, then they have the Marvel, uh, six one six, which is like a documentary kind of show about comics and like the history of Marvel and Marvel comics and characters and stuff like a behind the scenes, true to life documentary series of the history of the Marvel universe, which I think is really dope. And then they have a Mar- Marvel heroes project, which is like them going, it's like a, uh, I guess like a game show, how it's been described, like where they go out and find real life people doing heroic stuff in different com- and help their communities and different stuff and spotlighting those individuals. So you know that's like all they've announced so far but it seems very robust we have stuff that's going to tie directly into marvel you know the marvel cinematic universe which is cool and it's cool because they're picking characters that don't have a chance to get enough you know spotlight i mean well i think loki might be slightly little overexposed at this point but it's cool because he's a beloved character we don't know what the settings are of course because Uh, you know what now we're a few days away from in-game dropping so we don't really know what loki's ultimate fate you know is or was at this point uh and with any of these characters so it'll be interesting we won't know where these are particularly set till you know we'll probably get more announcements maybe in the summer like after um this comes out and then we have far from home in the beginning of july that then maybe like um San Diego Comic-Con or uh, D23, one or the other, like we might get, start getting a little bit more information on or get a better idea based on what happens in those movies, where these shows, what time frames these shows might be set. Are they like like in between things that happen at bef- bef- the movies leading up to this or are they going to be directly afterwards? Are they going to be a little bit of both? We won't know the answers to those questions till we get closer to those, um, those launch dates. Um, so again, time will, you know, will will tell, but I think it's a compelling offering, you know, and I'm a, you know, we're a Disney household. Um, you know, I, I talk about it from time to time. I'm a part of the Disney movie club. And so I get like, you know, I joined it where though I do most of my stuff digitally, like I still join the Disney movie club because my grandson and like, I will, we'll purchase, you know, all the different Disney movies and like, we'll send him the disc and just get the digital code, you know? So I, I purchase a lot of my movies. Like, you know, we own all the, marvel movies we own a ton of the pixar and you know it's in the vast library of disney movies like a big part of my movie collection are disney related properties at this point be it marvel pixar disney you know um star wars we own all the star wars movies at this point so yeah this service is like a must in our household and like as soon as they announced it but well, we were worried about the price point but i think it's smart that they for what they're offering you know, again, and I stress this going back to DC Universe is that, um, you know, I felt like they were slightly too high price, too high for what they're offering. Another thing that I think Disney's being super smart doing is a lot of these shows are already in some form of production across the board. Be it the Marvel shows, be it the, um, with the other properties. And I guess I can talk about Star Wars because that's another big prong and they're heavily tied to comics. And, you know, Marvel publishes a lot of their comics under that umbrella. You know, they have, um, you know, the show like The Mandalorian, which is going to be a big deal that's going to be ready at launch. Like that, they're, you know, they already have these shows are already like in production that are going to be ready to go by that point in time and have been for a little while now. And I think that was where DC Universe kind of, screwed the pooch a little bit where they hurt themselves is that you production was kind of slow and they kind of they tripled out you know they've already said now you know disney said in their presentation like most of these shows we don't know how they're gonna come out with the marvel shows they're a little bit more ahead on the on the like star wars stuff where they're like the mandalorian is going to be like a big selling point it's going to be available day one of the service launching all the episodes you can binge it knock it out that to me with a streaming service is so important and that's where I feel like DC universe hurt themselves where they weren't, they were like, you know, they, they trickled out the content because they didn't have enough. And I feel like, you know, Disney is learning from, they're coming in hot, you know, they're coming in hot with their service and they're, they're looking at the landscape and streaming services are getting bigger, you know, bigger and bigger, no matter how much we, we want to kind of, avoid it. You know, we, we started out and it was just like Netflix, but now all these, you know, they saw all these companies, media companies saw how big Netflix has become. And, you know, now everybody wants to pull their content and get a piece of that pie that Netflix has been having to themselves for a long time now. You know, you had Netflix and Hulu and, and, and you know, Netflix was always kind of superior next to Hulu, but they've improved and they're kind of their own thing. Which, you know, um, which is another funny thing because Disney, once they, um, acquired Fox, they're the majority shareholder in Hulu. Uh, so that's going to be interesting, you know, going forward as well. Um, but then everyone's pulling their content off of Netflix. That's why Netflix has invested so heavily in their own form of original content. And, um, you know, everyone's trying to compete now and it's, you know, and it's getting more and more, um diverse and it's going to be very competitive and i don't know if it's a you know a good thing or a bad thing you know normally comp- competition is good for consumers but i feel like w- w- when it comes to streaming you know the big thing of cutting the cord and all that was being able to save money because of the whole cable company them raising prices constantly and everything like that but we're getting to a point with cord cutting you know, you still got to pay a service provider for your internet and, you, and because you're, you know, you're streaming, you want the best internet. So that can get a little pricey. Then you got to look at now to get all the content that you might want. It's so separated out and you're paying a, a $10 here, a $7 here, um, you know, a four dollars here like it starts to add up and it's getting to a point now with all this competition and the the a la carte options is that is becoming almost just as expensive as it was maybe five years ago or 10 years ago having everything just through a cable company so i when i look at that aspect of it i don't know how good it is because we're kind of getting right back to where what we were trying to get away from to begin with and saving money, unless you just start making hard choices and decide that I'm only going to get X amount. I'm not going to see, you know, set a budget and say it despite the streaming services or what have you, I'm only going to spend this much on the services per month. And th- then you have tough decisions to make because you're not going to be able to you know, most people anyway, like I know I can't afford like every single, you know, streaming service out there. So decisions have to be made on like what you're going to get and what you're not going to get. So it's an interesting, uh, dilemma to have, but I think, you know, Disney, is starting off on a good foot again it's a you know they have a ton of you know just the library alone you know that disney has without any more new or original content but they've been you know they've been working on stuff over the past year of you know new cartoons new you know shows for every single branch olive branch under this disney plus umbrella you know um they announced um Jeff Goldblum is going to have his own National Geographic show. Um, You know, you got things like The Mandalorian. They're bringing back uh, Clone Wars. They're finishing off the, you know, the final season of The Clone Wars now. You know, like they're offering so many things, you know, exclusive movies that are just going to be on a Disney Plus service, animated as well as live action, new, you know, um, cartoons and television shows. Um, It's just so much. So it definitely seems like a worthwhile um you know proposition going into it and like i said the price point is good um we you know we still have a while to go before everything launches and i and like i said we'll probably start getting more and it might even be more announcements that coming out of some of these things that they'll start announcing under them under marvel but like i said um i don't know how Gun ho I am about the Loki show I love the interaction in Infinity War between Wanda and Division um so I, I would like to see that show I wanted more of that like when they were together like I always loved that from like being a kid in the 80s reading West Coast Avengers where they're like romance and you know really blossomed and and like you know it's a lot of you know good Meet there and stories to be told, so it's cool that you can't get that in a movie and there are probably two individual characters that would never get a solo movie just for them so to have a, a show to of their own is great where you can focus on it we we've known through like the Marvel Netflix series that the long form storytelling works in with these comic book shows when they're done extremely well, and they're you know and it looks like Disney is you know really all in on making these top notch, highly produced They're putting money behind these. These are not going to be cheapy, cheaply done shows, especially with them tying into the MCU and to be an extension of the MCU. They're, you know, they're looking to do these. And I think, you know, most of these are being labeled pretty much like mini series where they're going to be anywhere. I think they said they're going to be anywhere from like six to eight to maybe 10 episodes at the most long. Um, which is good. Like if I can get 10 hour long episodes or six or eight on these particular characters to flesh them out in their spotlight, I think would be awesome. You know, um, I have been doing my watchathon, um, of all the MCU movies leading up to, um, end coming out. And I'm, I'm I'm down to infinity war now. And I was going back and I was looking at, uh, the different, you know, um, the movies and um i posted this on facebook in the facebook group where um former i don't know if he still listens to the show but he started his own show uh, a friend that was a listener of the show he has a um, youtube channel called comic tube and he had posted like the watching order of the mcu movies and i had seen it um, I think I had seen it either on Facebook or on Instagram, one or the other. So I had posted it and I was saying, you know, and cause he was recommending and recommending everyone do a watch through of like all the movies, but watch them like in a particular order as far as where they kind of fall in a timeline. So I've been following that and it was really cool going back, and watching all the MCU movies in that, in that kind of format and that layout and seeing how they flow together. And it's been really fun. Um, you know, going through the movies and I love like the chemistry and civil war in the scene where Falcon and um, Bucky are going against Spider-Man, um, you know, and, and their banter back and forth. So it's like, I'm down to see a show of that. Uh, I love Hawkeye. Hawkeye is a character. I love, I love Jeremy Renner as an actor. And I just felt, I felt like out of all the Avengers, he got shortchanged so much throughout the movies. And so it would be cool to see him get like a six, episode or eight episode um mini series where they could really do some really cool things and kind of redeem that character in a way and the what ifs i always loved the what if comics as a kid you know they were never like a monthly book but they would come out you know like quarterly or what have you and they would do just you know just cool takes on on um different scenarios that happened in the comics you know like one of my favorite ones ever was um about the Punisher, what if the Punisher's family didn't die on um, in the park? And um, you know, I love that one. Then it was one a uh, few years back where they did one on uh, Secret Wars. What if the heroes never left? battle world and then you know they perish and like their kids grew up and and what have you and that one was really uh a good a good issue and they used to do like really dope stuff like that so it's cool seeing that in animated form and then have the actors do the reprise of their their characters you know far as through voice acting i think it's really dope some of the, the concepts are coming up for these shows that's going to really make it uh interesting uh to see and consume so i'm looking forward to it um, you know i don't need to know everything right away but I, like i said i think as time passes you know everything's gonna be mum and it's like i'm trying to avoid i know all of us are gonna be trying to avoid uh, any kind of spoilers whatsoever on um game you know till we get a chance to see it um coming up this week because it's going to be the worst um I, you know it's like I, it seems like even now just like watching and it's crazy because like like even trying to keep up with something like sports through espn well espn is owned by disney so freaking every commercial is like an end game thing um so it's like tough to even try to avoid uh, avoid it but I'm like I'm trying my best to so you know I'm not spoiled in advance I want to go in fresh as possible to try to enjoy the movie as much as possible but it definitely seems like it's going to be a good service um and I don't want to make it seem like either that I'm that I'm um ragging on DC universe cuz I have I have more to say about that in a in some upcoming episodes um, about what my feelings are for, you know, for DC universe and where I'm at with the service. Cause I, you know, I know I've gone back and forth and, um, I, I still like the service overall, but like I said, I'm going to go more in depth in that and some upcoming episodes. So I'll leave that for then. Um, but that's all I really have for you guys for this episode was just kind of putting some of the information out there. I'm like I'm really happy with the direction they're going. Like I said, it seems like the, it's a huge offering for a reasonable amount of money. I'm I'm in to sign up. Yeah, you know I think I'm gonna lock in that that 70 bucks a month and like pay that up front you can't do right now you can't uh, do any pre-sign ups at at this point they just put it out there like what it's going to cost so people are aware of it i you know i don't know if they're going to go through a period where like maybe in september october they'll have you know pre-sign ups we don't know anything else this was really like an investor call kind of like news rollout to finally give us like the bullet points on because we didn't know the when it was going to launch how much it was going to cost you know, here's what it looks like now. So we, you know, and they'll probably still refine some more between now and then, but at least we have a better idea outside of it's a service and it's coming. We, we, it has a little bit more shape to it. Um, before I let you guys go, as always, if you want to help support the show, you can check out the Patreon campaign. It's patreon.com forward slash comic books. savant. we're doing a lot over there in the community. It's a small number of us. Um, you know, I not, I know everyone won't, doesn't have the money that they can, you know, support if you can, that's great. It goes back into the show. Um, you know, I'm doing a lot of stuff as far as trying to upgrade equipment. Um, I just was able because of the Patreons to get a webcam finally. So, um, I'm going to be trying to do like live streams on YouTube and live on Patreon. Um, again, like these little things go like a long way, um, We've been doing some really, you know, good things over there. We, you get the comic books my extra episodes, um, a lot of stuff. You know, again, I, I try to build up as many bonuses as possible to make it worthwhile. Like, I'm not asking you to just pour out of your pocket and just give me something for nothing. I'm trying to make it a, a, a you know, a value-based proposition. If you like the show, and you want to want to help it continue, grow and expand. Um, that's one way, you know, is for as for little as a dollar a month, you get access to the comic books and a like lot extra episodes and it's different tiers. The, uh, you know, I'm not trying to take all your money. The highest tier is like seven bucks and you get, you know, that's the, the platinum, you know, tier to the program and they start from a dollar the highest one is seven dollars and can fall anywhere in between and again you can go over check that page out and you'll see all the different tiers and what bonuses are associated with them and now that i'm getting more things like the webcam and adding the the, i'm going to be doing live streaming those tiers will keep evolving as i can offer you guys more i'm going to build in more to offer you guys even make it even more enticing also the merchandise stores is, um, up and running It's um, through Teespring. Um, I have a link, um, on the site to the store It's teespring.com forward slash comic book savant. I have t-shirts, hoodies. Um, yeah, it's multiple t-shirt designs. I think it's like two or three t-shirt designs. Um, I think a coffee mug, a hoodie. Um, so it's a few different offerings there. If you want to, you know, you some dope comic books of merchandise check that out um and also just you know if you can't do any of that just keep i mean i appreciate you guys so much i'm seeing you guys sharing and retweeting out that is helping so much like the growth to the to the um to the podcast to the youtube channel i appreciate you guys going over to youtube and subscribing like that's that's definitely been growing I can't do it without your support and I can see you guys out there doing it. I see you retweeting and sharing, um, everything that I'm doing. And it means so much. I love you guys for that. Um, Oh, and also if you got a moment and you haven't already go over to iTunes and drop a review, um, on the podcast that always, you know, helps a ton. Uh, I got one, I read on the air a few episodes back. So, you know, if you haven't, there's a lot of you out there that haven't gone over there, drop over to iTunes, drop, um, iTunes review that definitely, you know, that always helps, um, keep me elevated on iTunes and get more eyes on the podcast there as well. So, um, yeah it's a lot of content coming We, you know, it's about to be crazy next couple of months we got Endgame coming we got Dark Phoenix coming um, we got Far From Home coming um, <laughs> Far From Home coming yes yeah, so we have like a few big more uh, big comic book movies coming over the next few months I'll be covering and seeing all of them so you know next week's episode will be the spoiler review for Endgame uh, coming up for next week Um, Yeah. And like I said, we're ramping up for uh, Dark Phoenix. That's going to be the last Fox released, uh, I think, because we don't know what's going on with New Mutants. So that might be the last fully released uh, theatrical Fox X-Men movie that we're going to get. So that's a big deal. I feel a certain kind of way about that. So um, I definitely will be covering that. And again, Far From Home as well. Uh, so yeah, a lot of stuff coming. I got you covered across the board. Um, and yeah, check out the YouTube channel as well. I'll have, um, I have so much content coming out over there as well. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Again, I appreciate everything you guys do. You have a good week. I will see you next time for another episode of comic Book Savant. You guys have a good week and I will talk to you soon. Take care.